Looks of satisfaction on everybody's faces. A team was accomplished its mission. A man who's nervous to get back home. A reunion and a spinning top. Today, I will discuss the last scene of Inception. Hello again and thank you for listening. Today I will try and discuss a movie, the last scene of a movie that has made, that has um, captured people's minds for the past 11 years since it's been released. And it's probably, it is probably one of the most memorable endings of 2010. If you're making a like a list of movie endings that would had so much shock value, Inception would have to be on that list. And like the previous episode, I'm gonna say why I chose it. I'm gonna say why it's memorable, and then I will briefly describe the scene. Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it, and I will give it a grade out of ten. So a little bit of background. Inception was released in July 2010, and I remember clearly the trailer for it. Inception was a cultural milestone in terms of movies because as soon as the trailer was released, there was it, it was a bit different from other trailers. I remember there was like a thumping sound that went with it, and for the past, for the next like two to five years a lot of movies tried to do the same thing if you're going to watch the original trailer for inception you'll see what i was saying so the movie the movie trailer was very interesting because it showed you something you you probably haven't seen before hadn't seen before well for me i hadn't seen something like this before and as soon as i saw it i said i need to go watch that movie and that's when I realized how meticulous and mind-bending Christopher Nolan could be. Is it are his movies sometimes confusing, or is it or is he too too smart for his own good? I don't know. I think his movies are very compelling, and they make you think. And there's nothing wrong with that. What does it all mean? Does do we have to understand it? Why do we have so many questions after 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 the movie ends? I think Nolan wants you to think. He wants you to have a conversation about these movies after you watch it. And I think that's most of the time that's what happens. I was flabbergasted. I was stunned when I heard that he was the one behind the prestige. I was like, whoa, it's the same guy. Wow, that's interesting. And now I could understand the pattern of him trying trying these ideas and making these mind-bending movies and stories where if you don't look closely, you you may not know what's happening. Um, I actually didn't watch the movie in theaters. I wanted to watch it, but I couldn't that summer. I don't know, for some reason or not, I didn't go and watch it. I didn't used to go to the movies a lot back then. But in the fall, 
as a freshman in college, there was a movie night where we had like where they lost dining hall, and they put a, a there was like a huge projector. There was a huge screen in the dining hall for some reasons for like conferences, I think, and they had the movie night and I watched it. As soon as I finished watching it, I was like, oh my God, I need to have that movie. I wanted to buy it right away. When you first watch it, you may miss a lot of things. So why did I choose this? Well, first, because I still want the same idea of having something that's still, or something that's closely relevant. Tenet, the new movie by Christopher Nolan, was released on HBO Max this month. But I I've still haven't watched it. I started watching it and it's a trip. It is a trip. It's a trip, I have to admit. I I am not so sure what's happening yet. But I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> but um, And I was like, let me just explore Christopher Nolan again. I know I did The Dark Knight. I was like, let me just go back and do Inception too. Because Inception is probably his most well-known ending that people still talk about. Um, I know the Prestige had a pretty interesting ending too. And the Dark Knight, well, the Dark Knight, I've already discussed the Dark Knight. In that last scene, spoiler alert, Cobb wakes up from Limbo with Saito. Cobb, which is who is Leonardo DiCaprio. And they just look at each other. On the plane, um, Arthur looks at Ariadne, Cobb looks at them. He has like this look on his face that, did we just do this? Am I going home finally? And two times he spoke, he said, thank you. He said, thank you to the flat attendant who gave him the immigration paper. He said, thank you, sir, to the law enforcement officer as he gets off the, the, the plane. Throughout the whole time, the music is swelling. Hans Zimmer, he's a master at his craft. I mean, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is um, he's, a, he's a master. The music carries you through the whole scene. He gets off the plane. He has like this look on his face. Did we just do this? Arthur smiles. And they all act... They are just acting like normal people. They, there's nothing shady here. Saito grabs his phone and makes the call on the plane and then he gets off. He gives the immigration papers to the immigration, the customs agent. And the, the guy just tells him, welcome home. I think in that short span of time, there is a there is like a tremendous amount of good acting going on. And no words are being said. It's just their faces, their expression. They're like, we just did this. We, we succeeded. They have like looks of satisfaction and you understand the impact of the scene. And when he gets home, he gets to his to his children. As Michael Caine's character is calling the kids, he takes out the his totem, the spinning top, and he starts spinning it and he's looking at it. We, we can recall at the beginning of the movie where he was just focusing on the, on the totem when he the first time when he was showing them after after he showed Ariadne the dream he started spinning it and it fell and he explained it what the totem means and then there in that scene he focuses on it and then 
he goes over, he greets the kids. That's when he speaks a lot. He's saying, how are you guys doing? How are you? And the kids are telling him what they did. And we are left with the spinning top. And he's just spinning. And he's just spinning. And we're like waiting for it to fall. I remember I was waiting for it to fall, but it never fell. <laughs> and that's what the movie is, is, is genius. Because you are expecting something to happen. And it doesn't give it to you. It leaves it to your imagination. Is Cobb dreaming? Is he like one of the people in Yusuf's um, workshop? Because I remember in the middle of the movie when they went to Yusuf, the pharmacologist who made the compound, he asked them, no, there was a an old man who told them the dream is now their lives. And he tells Cobb, like, who are you to question them? And that's when the movies make start to make you think the the spin the spinner the the top shakes a little bit and we think it's gonna fall but we don't know until today we don't know i haven't read a lot of things on it because i I wanted to go into um i'm going into it without reading what other people are saying but there's a lot of questions online you can see tons and tons of questions there's like blog posts articles on this because the movie is, uh, is just it brings you to a point where you have to talk about it, you have to debate it, you have to ask, is Cobb dreaming? Why is he just dreaming this whole time? Did he just create a dream world where tops don't fall anymore? Or are we just questioning ourselves too much? Because that's what the movie wants us to do. Um, I give this movie a 10 out of 10 in general and I give this ending a 10 out of 10 because it doesn't just you just cannot walk out of the movie theater and just forget about the movie you have to think about it you may not like it you may say oh my god this is just way too much the noise it was very noisy actually (laughs) the story doesn't make sense like I don't I didn't understand what was happening there was a dream within a dream and they went into that level, at this level. I, I, this is way too much for me. But you still have an opinion on it. You still want to know what happened next. And I, I feel like it's it's a stroke of genius when he chose a topic of a topic that people can relate to. People dream all, all the time. Like everybody dreams. Like everybody dreams. Like well, people dream, and people can understand that sometimes when they're dreaming. Of course, we don't have dreams of, you know, I don't know about what it's what's in Christopher Nolan's head. I don't know. His dreams are that intricate in terms of things that you see, because you can see some random things, random things in, in dreams, things that are just out of place. I won't, I won't not even go into it, but um, it brings up so many questions. It makes you think. I think for that reason the movie is a success and it deserves our attention and the ending is that powerful i'm pretty sure that this movie and this ending will remain quite will remain unforgettable and impactful in terms of like movie history cinema history because the movie is that I would say, what word I would say to you to describe that movie? It's very clever. Clever. Smart and clever. Because um, you, want to, you want to ask yourself so many things. You're asking yourself, 
what is the point what is he trying to say and this is all part of it part of enjoying a movie is that you're asking yourself questions you're trying to figure out why things are happening and let's say you don't come to a conclusion it's okay this is all part of the process thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed this this was the last scene of inception